Hello everybody, this is episode 4 of Energy Conscious. Today, um, I'm a bit unprepared for what to talk about because part of what I want to talk about is how to do something when you feel uncomfortable and when you feel out of place and when you think you can't do it and the first instinct is to give up or walk away from the situation. So. Like, I was thinking I should, I'll go to Central Park first, then I'll meditate for 10 minutes, and then I'll start this podcast so I'm more focused and I know what I'm talking about. But, again, I just want to see, I want to experiment to see if I can get into a state of flow. And from, from this state of feeling in this natural rhythm, getting in this rhythm of of um it's like a rhythm of life i don't know how else to describe it it's like getting it's being in in tune with what's happening in the moment and like just feeling competent and and confident um but it's informed confidence it's not uninformed confidence it's informed confidence because you're more connected with yourself um yeah, so, and I feel that right now. I feel, I feel the flow. The flow just started up. I think because I, I intended, I committed to the flow, and I was confident that I could enter into the flow. Uh, just, again, for context, I was not comfortable starting this podcast right now. I, was, I feel totally, kind of pretty out of it, but we're going to go ahead anyways, and we're going to see what happens. Um... So I'm working on getting some guests on the show. Um, one of my doormen is a very conscious, very conscious person. And we had a really interesting conversation last night that I would have recorded for you guys if my phone hadn't died. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's too bad. <laughs> but yeah, so... Let me tell you what I've been working on lately. Um, this project that I just started. Uh, a few things. First of all, I'm trying to talk to more people. But what I'm trying to do is... So, in New York City, in Manhattan, that's where I live. I'm trying to just walk up to people on the street, mainly women, and just reach out my hand, point at them, let signal that I'm. I'm it's them that I'm like you know interested in reach out my hand for a handshake if you do it at the right timing it's almost subconscious people will react and reach out their hand accept your hand and start a conversation and just like to be that skill is like so amazing like to be able to just connect and meet new people now I, I'm looking to flirt with people but like there's this there's this problem is that if I get in this mind state of like oh I want to flirt with you I I kind of I can't connect with my natural self like I can't I don't um it doesn't feel right to me like it's not me it's not who I am um maybe because I don't know how to flirt in a way that reflects who I really am 
or I have to be really comfortable to do it or something. I don't have a lot of experience. I'm inexperienced. So that makes sense. I don't have the cognitive tools. I don't have the memory, the, like the muscle memory of like, oh, this is how it's done. It doesn't feel natural to me because I'm not used to it. So I'm going in another direction of just trying to meet people. And like, yes, if it's like a sexual connection, that's awesome. If it's just a casual friendship, just a normal friendship, that's awesome. Um, I have pretty high standards for friendship. So like what I'm looking for is like very specific. And so like normally it would be really hard to connect with someone like that. Um, like theoretically, like it would seem like it would be really hard to find someone when you have really high standards, right? But the thing is when you commit to your standards, you align with, with the energy that leads you, that connects you with the people who you're looking for. Because if you're, because you begin to express yourself differently and that, that expression becomes a filter for, um, like I am only looking for these sorts of things, not these sorts of things in a person. And then like all these other people get filtered out. You're not looking for these connections. You're looking for very specific connections. And so when you have this commitment to not just, oh, I, I just want friends. I just want someone to talk to. But no, I want someone who, who, who can connect with me, who, under, who can understand me, um, who I can express my, like some of my visions to uh, uh, for a greater, um, a healthier world in a short period of time, um, like in the next 30 years, a much healthier planet both in um, how people are physically, people being more in shape, this, this, this culture of fitness spreading out and, and becoming even more powerful, being more accessible. Um, like that maybe through like things such as that like 10 times the speed fitness hack that I, I shared with like lifting, that was in the second episode I think, about you, you push through the weight slowly, very slowly, and as heavy a weight as you can so that you can, so you can barely last 60 to 90 seconds just pushing that weight back and forth through the full extension back and forth. Um, just doing that, uh, can you really get 10 times the results? The thing is you have to, you have to like actually like push yourself and it's really hard, especially if you're not used to working out. Um, but yeah, I encourage you to look that up. So like things like that, like making it more, cause imagine, imagine if it was like twice as effective as regular workouts. You would get to work out less if you weren't a person who's committed, as committed. 
and then it would become more accessible to more people if it becomes easier. So just like these cultural hacks, yeah. these hacks to how we live our lives, making things easier, more efficient, and therefore more accessible to more people. Um, so if, if we had a healthier world in, in, our, in, in the physical aspect, in the spiritual aspect, if uh, like people stopped um, calling spirituality, what do they call it? They call it like, not, not voodoo, but like wooey, dewey, some, something. <laughs> um, like they just put a label on it is what they're doing. And then they, they're like, I'm not, that label is stupid. That culture is stupid. Spirituality, stupid. I'm not going to take part in it. And then they don't, they don't like grip with the, the realness of it because they, they made it fake. They made it not real or not important, not valuable by putting this label um, and attaching meaning to that label, which is completely not correct because it's not what the thing actually is. Like you can call someone, like I'll give an example, like as a kid, as a kid me and all these other kids were, were like, that's gay. So we said, that's gay. And then like we attached this label to that's gay of like lame or not within the culture that's cool. And um, we also attach a, a double label to homosexuality and like how that's lame and not cool. And, um, and then you don't get to understand, you don't really get to understand connection and love that w comes through homosexual relationships. You don't get to understand the unique uh, aspects of, of whatever culture we're de degrading through calling it gay. And hmm, you create an image of of, of life that by labeling things you create an image of life that that needs that you want it to conform to your standards and your standards are not informed so that's like a big problem <laughs> because your standards are based on like my culture is better than yours. And then there's there's something disconnected from reality when you, which is the real problem in all of this, when you, when you're like, this is better than this. Because again, they eat, like, if I'm a liberal and I see value in and I'm not sure if I'm getting off topic, but I'm trying to I'm trying to stay with this because there's something here, <laughs> and I'll try. To, I'm gonna reconnect it back to a healthier a healthier world. I can already see the connection. Um, something about realness. Um, so yeah, let me continue. When 
when let's say there's uh, a, someone who's liberal and they 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 see their liberalism and liberal culture as the thing that's going to save the world when conservatism is the other 50% and it's going to destroy the world potentially and as a liberal you stay in your culture you stay in your politics and you you've already made a few mistakes <laughs> like you're your first error is assuming that you have the one culture that's going to change the world in a positive direction because you're disconnected from reality. This is always going to be the problem. It's, I think this is a very grounding tool. Um, like, is this disconnecting me from truth? And the real problem is that truth is com very complex and there's more than one variable to every situation but we have been dumbed down to not be able to to grapple with this complexity and through through politics, that's one big big way that we've been um, shut down in our intelligence. Um, through conforming to other people's wants and needs, and having other people tell us this this is what you need. We we stop learning to think for ourselves. And we lost grasp of realness. We lost grasp of our authentic selves. And I don't know when this happened. <laughs> um, it's been a problem throughout all of human history. Um, because there's always been hatred throughout human history. And hatred is a expression of, mm, of things not working. To make things work, you need authenticity. That's probably one of the top two components to make something work is authenticity. Because um, with authenticity, you get the true self, you get the soul. And with the soul, you get, that's the package. There's something in the soul that has everything that you're desiring at a deeper level. You get love, compassion, forgiveness, authenticity. Um, you get intelligence, really, really high intelligence. You get kindness. You even get casualty, like being casual. You get that too. Because the soul knows how to adapt to every situation and to make people feel comfortable in every situation. The soul is like what you would imagine as God in this like perfect, beautiful... It, because it's an expression of God, it's a reflection of God. It's, it's the closest reflection to God, perhaps, that there is. 
uh, in, in terms of a living being is the soul. It's the closest thing to God. Um, and these things are real. And these things can be expressed through you. And what happens in like labeling and the shutting down of our intelligence is that, which happens through labeling, among other things, but it happens through labeling. Because it invites in judgment, which shuts down our intelligence. Judgment in terms of like, because judgment has more than one meaning. Judgment in terms of, I'm better than you, or this is lame. It's like harsh judgment, I guess. Mm. Harsh judgment that's not constructive, or not intending to be constructive. It's hard to get that. Because <laughs> mm. like sometimes you're being harsh and you're trying to be constructive, but you're just being mean. I'll go back to, to what I wanted to say before. Um, this, this revolution of health, like I want a healthier society. Like, I talked about the physical aspect of like, this health culture of like running every day or three times a week or whatever. Um, going to the gym three times a week or whatever. The truth is like, as much as you can, because it's incrementally beneficial to your body, mind, soul. And like, letting yourself like enjoy it, like letting yourself enjoy the workout, letting yourself, and if the, the thing is, the gym is not for everyone. If the gym's, if the gym makes you like just, if it, if you can tell it's not for you, after trying and making yourself uncomfortable and then seeing, oh, is it still not for me? Because sometimes you'll just be like, oh, it's not for me, but you didn't even try. As long as you try, the gym's not for me. Okay, maybe a sport is for me. Like you've been, you've been given the tools to have a successful life and being active is part of that, part of your success. So you've been given something that you're going to enjoy. You just have to find it. So So I'm in Central Park. Uh, I'm I'm feeling very uh, I feel safe, which is interesting. <laughs> I'm just I don't know the energy of this park, just the 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 natural environment is so. Serene, it's just very 
para mí ayudó mucho que se Yeah, I love taking walks through here. Mm. I'm very interested in, uh, like, connecting to the natural environment because it brings me back to myself. Oh, and I just started actually going to the gym again, so I'm pushing myself. I, I know that I wouldn't go without a trainer, so I hired a trainer. Um, it feels like an easy escape, though. Like, it feels like I'm not... Mm, I don't know, I feel like... I, f I feel so many mixed emotions. Like, I can see this internal struggle, kind of, um, of, like, wanting to do things for myself and wanting to, like, push myself to do things. And I feel like by getting to the gym every, like, three times a week, I'm sort of pushing myself. And I'm, sub I'm making it easier I'm making it easier with the trainer at first for the first like two months. Um, and that's what I was talking about before. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, make it easier for like we need to find hacks in the culture to make things easier for people to make them more accessible. I guess this is exactly what I was talking about, actually. So maybe I shouldn't feel so bad. Maybe it's good. I think I feel bad because I feel like I haven't taken enough action on my own in my life and I've been helped so much by my family, by, by my mom specifically and and like I feel like I want to actually push myself to be extraordinary to start, because my vision is, like I said before, to have to have a healthier community, a healthier society. And I talked about the physical part. I kind of was talking about the mental, the mental part as well, when I was talking about labels and connecting to your authenticity. That's both emotional and mental. Um, It's also spiritual. Showing up authentically is showing up in who you really are. So it's quite... But that real person expresses really brilliant and beautiful thoughts and, and emotions that move you. It just... That, that soul level naturally moves us in, in a very deep way. Uh, but that's not just nice and pleasant, that's like needed 
to move the conversations of the day forward where we're not just having the same conversations about each topic over and over again and being lost because we don't know how to be creative and express ourselves uniquely, which means that we don't know how to create new ideas that are um, that we came up with. And like to get the conversation moving on climate change, um, where more people, I guess, like the technology is coming, but we need more people to understand nuclear fusion and uh, and and how how close the economic revolution is tilted towards uh, solar energy becoming cheaper than than uh, fossil fuels in the next two to three years that I'm sure most people haven't heard about. And it's like so close and it's not known. Um, clearly some huge deception going on in news media and how news is broadcasted and information is transmitted to us if that isn't well known like the news is supposed to be to be a a, a an outlet of uh that gives the american people and others around the world understandings understandings of how of what's happening and what's important that's happening and and like something that threatens ecological framework the system of life that we're living on on this earth and and how solar is going to be dominant in the market in the next two to three years uh, isn't <laughs> I don't know broadcasted more it just seems like that it seems like the important information is kept out of the news <laughs> or is not like broadcasted more often um, that's a huge failure and an embarrassment to, to, our, to, to ourselves, perhaps, because we're fueling this collectively. We are fueling the media to report on what it's reporting on. It's a reflection of what we want to hear about. And again, it comes back to us not having a healthy state of mind and emotional being where, where we are expressing our soulful thoughts with, with emotion and with honesty, with, with an awareness of what's really happening in our lives and in the world and in the lives of our family members and friends and like trying to take action where it's possible and sometimes even easy to really help someone if we just notice that they're having a problem. So approaching life more thoughtfully. Uh, I'm a big believer in, in catalysts. Um, um, 
for example, I mean, like, people will suggest meditation. And so, yes, that's the solution for some people because you get more in touch with yourself. You connect to your authenticity through connecting to yourself and then, and then your creativity opens and then you get to this thoughtfulness and then you can be like, wow, I can actually inter, I can um, interface with myself <laughs> so that I, I can relate to myself, I can engage with myself and then I can connect with myself. It's like finding yourself. And finding moments of recognition. Uh, like this is me. Like again, it's it's complexity, it's beauty, it's it's um, compassion, com being compassionate, being understanding, uh, and being aware. And. This isn't everyone, like it's in everyone, but it's not being used. And we have this tool, these, this resource that's in the background, this expression that's not being used. And so no one knows how anybody else really feels about them <laughs> it can get to it can get that bad like some people don't know how their family members feel they don't know how they themselves really feel um, because it's not you need to like a child you need to state the obvious you need to state the obvious and have a sense of wonder at how things really are because you don't really understand how things are. And, and like, coming from a place of, like, going through, like, questioning... This is me now. Going through a place of questioning everything and, like, how are things... How, how are things really in, in my life and in the world? And, like, having such a strong ego, thinking, I know, I know what's going on. I got it better than everyone else or I got it better than most people. And and then being like, wait, no, I'm being so arrogant and judgmental. This is like this is the problem that I keep seeing in 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 many other people and being frustrated by because it shuts down intelligence and it shuts down kindness. And and it's like, what, how could I be missing this huge thing? Like that scared me, that, that's, that scared me multiple times and now at this point I've gotten more used to it. Like, how could I be missing so much about what's going on uh, in the world? Like, the important things. And then what's the solution?
So sometimes when I'm clueless, I just try to take practical steps. Like I'm right now I'm focusing on these projects. I told you one, like I just want to meet random new people. Just like point at them, offer my hand and be like, hello, uh, meet new girls, make new friendships, network with random strangers. And uh, my other project is digital music production like I'm a I think I'm a really great improv artist but maybe that's in my mostly in my potential because like I haven't tapped into it as much as I could be but I see the potential in me for this improv thing I play piano and I'm t learning the guitar and I'm not I'm afraid to 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 go into new territory. I'm afraid to step out into something that I'm not as comfortable with. Mm. Like, something I could do is listen to other improv artists. And... And just, I guess... Mm, appreciate with their sound and try to find my style through that sound. Hmm. My style, like my style is very fun for me. Um, and I think that's the natural, it's very natural for like, what's your style to be fun for you? I think it's supposed to be that way. And that's also a sign that that is your style. And that that's what you were, maybe, like, you're really looking for. Mm. So. I would really like to have a guest. I was thinking of just, like, stopping and, 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 and talking to someone, a stranger, and asking them a question based on the, what we've been talking about. And I found someone, but then <laughs> I passed them already, and I'm like, oh, that, that's, it's too late. <laughs> when it probably wasn't, I could have still turned around and talked to them. So that's my bad. I have a huge fear of, of talking to people, talking to, to strangers. I have a huge fear of rejection. And so I guess that's, this is a very good project for me to just talk to strangers. Um,
But I am in Central Park, and I do want to say that protecting the environment is something that starts with caring at an individual level. Because there's something in you specifically caring that is kind of like a... It's very powerful because it... We share, we share many thoughts. We co as a human race, we copy each other, both what we hear on the streets and what we download through the universe. If someone said it, it's out loud. It's more accessible to the population, even if it's not broadcasted on the television. If it's just said out loud, it's grounded in our reality, and we can we can take that. And sometimes we repeat it out loud, like it's our own thought. But, you know, sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's copied. So, if you care, if you care about the environment, if you care about your purpose, if you, if you care about your friends, if you care about what matters to building a society that works for everybody, then you're, you're creating something in the collective awareness, this pool of information that we as a human race can all tune into and pull from, pull, like pull thoughts and ideas and emotions from. And you're, at, you're adding care to that collective nerve because it's like one organism. The human race is, is, is part of an organism of life. And the human race is very closely connected. Our DNA is almost 100% the same. The significance of that in and of itself is telling. Um, to imagine that you can have so many things to relate with with another person who's led a completely different life is really mind-boggling on a certain if, you, if you're looking at it from a certain perspective. Uh, so, I guess we're gonna stop here. Couldn't, I can't really find anybody. <laughs> it would take some more time. So we're gonna stop here and, um, yeah, so, so maybe next week we'll talk about timing. Like I, I mentioned last episode, I wanted to start talking about what's the right timing for like being where you need to be and like um, starting the, a new part of your career, um, exiting a relationship, like whatever, the right timing. I think that's a really cool conversation. So we'll talk about that, and I'm going to see about interviewing my doorman, and yeah. All right, so signing off, this is Energy Conscious, see you next time.